Hey, y'all. Welcome to Here's Our Take podcast. Hello, hello. And 2022. Woo! We made it. We made it. Thank you. (laughs) But we had a lot of good movies. Yes, yes. And speaking of which, later on, we've had so many of you ask us, DM us, email us about our top 10 list for 2021. And we do have that. Yep. And we're going to hit that later. So, until then, we have some movie news that we would like to share with you guys. Yep. So, we got a new promo art for the release of the The Batman. Uh, also, we got it confirmed that they are, that it's going to be released on HBO Max on April 19th, which is 46 days after it was released in theaters. Hmm. So, I think that's fair. Yeah. In a month in theaters is I'm usually... Just, Bale and Nolan are my guys. Yes. Yeah. This just doesn't. Yeah, I think Ali and I are both on the same page. Is where this this I don't have nothing wrong with Pattinson. I just think I've seen too many Batman's recently, and I'm just kind of I'm just it doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't move the needle. Anybody else in it? I'm not really interested. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, like you said, it's too soon. Yeah, you know, I why agree. Why did we have to do this so soon? I mean, I know I'll end up going and see it in theaters. Yeah. I know I, pro- I know I will. But anyway, it, I, yeah. So yeah. we'll see. Well, also a little bit different. It's a sci-fi film from. Uh, we got a first look at Zachary Snyder's Rebel Moon, Ooh. starring Sophia Batelli. Uh, from her. Star Trek Beyond and Hotel Artemis. Yeah, she's going to be amazing. Oh, she's kick-ass. She's awesome. Oh, and she was in The Kingsman, and she had that leg that was like a sword. Yeah, yeah, in the yeah. First one. That's when we first kind of saw oh, her, too. I yeah, love she's her. awesome. She is a, uh, she's from this planet, this peaceful planet, and she is sent out to recruit warriors to help uh, stand against threatening armies. And she's got some mysterious past and everything. So, yeah, we'll see. It's Zachary Snyder in space. Uh, I'm there. Super sci-fi. I'm I'm there. I'm there. Sci-fi is yep. my genre right now. Yeah, we so. be there. And just kudos and cheers to Hulu. Yeah, finally Not getting only there. did they get Tommy and the you know that series that's going to be coming out, mm-hmm. um, they also got Scorsese and DiCaprio are doing a mini series, and it's called The Devil in the White City, and they announced that they got Keanu Reeves. In there, too. And this this sounds so interesting. It's about an architect who works to build up the, um, let's see, 1893 World's Fair. But it also is about a serial killer, Dr. H.H. Holmes, played by DiCaprio, um, that uses the fair to attract, seduce, and kill women. Man. Yeah. Yeah, this is Ugh. big. I mean, DiCaprio and Reeves and this is Reeves' first time being in a TV series. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think and yeah. He is hot right now. He, he is, is everywhere. Yeah. Like you yeah, well, he is. Well, these mini series, they're kind of a little They're extended know, movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I I'm real excited to see. I mean, it it sounds, you know, kind of disturbing, but with those three involved and little Hulu, I'm, I'm proud of you for getting it. Yep. And then another thing I just have to mention, I just have to mention, I'm not a huge fan of Keanu Reeves, but now hearing this, he reportedly 
Um, did you hear this? Mm-hmm. Gave like 70% of his salary from his recent matrix to cancer research. Yeah. And what I think he made like almost $32 million was his salary. And he donated, I mean, like we said, 70%. Yeah. That's I mean, just, that, I mean, it's what's, amazing. what's not to like about Keanu Reeves? He doesn't do anything yeah. bad. He's a great yeah. guy. He I mean, he's just so down to earth in his interviews. Yeah. I mean, he's just, he's one of the good guys out there. And my so. niece stood behind him in a bagel shop in New York City and he was so <laughs> Kind. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, and then what's next? What else do we have? So last week we announced that Tom Holland was going to play Fred Astaire. Well, this week we got some more biopic news. Yeah. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America, is going to set to play Gene Kelly. He was an actor, dancer, singer, and choreographer. And I guess it was originally pitched by him. And if you Google Gene Kelly, he looks exactly like Chris yeah, Evans. It's, yeah. So it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. You know, and then also... Chris has got Lightyear coming out next year, oh, which yeah, I'm super right. pumped for. Yes, yep. So this probably won't come out till 2023 at the earliest. Right. Um, and then lastly, uh, Runa Mara is set to play Audrey Hepburn. Yeah, she looks exactly dead on like. Too. Yeah, she looks. Yeah, but perfect. I mean, come on, is this going to be 2023 now? Is this all we're going to have? We're going to be bringing back all these. I mean, I love them, but how many can we possibly have? Oh, they're but good. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's interesting. Another thing in our last little news item, which is kind of interesting and kind of shocking too, just out of, I mean, especially after how well Spider-Man has done in theater, yeah. Morbius came out and said, uh, we're delaying. Again. Or, yeah, it was seventh time. Yeah, probably. And I think it's like, and they're delaying it to April. And I'm just like, why? Well, it's come out, rumors of course, that you know, they're saying they they wanted to delay it because they're adding a post-credit scene to it that has Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man in it. Yeah, after after the most recent Spider-Man, there's been a lot of call for him to get his third, his mm-hmm. own third movie. Because I think after his second, there it didn't do very well, so yeah. he never got a third. So if he gets a third, it'd be all three would get three movies right so and i think that's kind of what everyone's pushing for do you think this for. is possible though this rumor i don't I know mean, i'm kind of interested it's... because morbius will be in the mc is in the mcu because of in the trailer michael keaton is in it right right who yeah. was the first villain in tom holland's first spider-man okay so that connects morbius to the mcu so yeah. i don't know in what capacity he's gonna be yeah in unless it goes to andrew garford's universe and just leads into his third movie which right. is kind of what i'm picturing okay. so we'll see i don't know well again it's, just, it, it's all rumors and I speculation mean, yeah but it almost yeah. seems it could really happen because seriously with no way home doing so well why wouldn't they just shove it in there you know we're all going yeah so i don't know yeah we'll well, everyone's high, the whole world's high on spider-man yeah. right now so. that's yeah Okay, so now we go to Mitchum's moment. What's happening? What's hey. going on, Mitchum? Yeah, so uh, really the only thing going on right now is Boba Fett back on my huge Star Wars kick and sci-fi genre, loving it. There's two episodes out right now. Um, this I've enjoyed both of them. It's a really unique um, way they're filming because they're they're doing these flashbacks and there's time in the present, and so... The time in the present takes place during the Mandalorian series timeline. And then everything else, his flashbacks are taking place during the sixth movie, which was Return of the Jedi. And so it's just very interesting how 
they're using all these series to really kind of bridge this gap between the movies and everything. And so it's going to be one continuous story. And we're finding all these bits of information and how things got here. And it's really filling in a lot of plot holes, I think. Um, and like there's huge gaps between the trilogies of each movie. And these series are filling those in with interesting information. And they can just bring characters in. And, of course, John Favreau's involved and Dave Filoni. And, I mean, those anything that they have to do with Star Wars, I will watch over yeah. and over again because and they have had, done it blessed, beautifully. They're blessed by George Lucas. Yeah. Oh. You know? Oh. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Dave. Dave Fioli has been blessed since yeah. he because he created Clone Wars and that's yeah. kind of what started all this. Okay. And so he's been and he did Rebels and then everything else since then he has been involved with and Disney did such a good job of bringing those guys on too and John Favreau has just done a fantastic job uh, with like the Mandalorian and Boba Fett and it's like gritty and it's fun and it's new to Star Wars you know because there's there's no Jedi involved, so it's a different aspect. And this is a whole new story because it's really dealing with the crime families and like the un- the criminal underworld with in- within the Star Wars universe that we haven't really seen mm-hmm. before. And we're also getting a lot more information on the Sand People, which have been a huge part of the universe. You know, all we really knew of them before was that they're savages and that Anakin slaughtered a whole village because they killed his mom. So, but this is really kind of humanizing them and bringing them in, and we're learning a lot more. So, I've been really enjoying it. I think it's fun, and I'm very interested to see where they go. Um, they almost <clears> wish <throat> the episodes were a little bit longer. I know, but I the, the last like one seemed just, really long. They just cut but it like, off. I know, and it just seems like right when you get to the precipice, yeah. it just ends. Yeah, and just it's like, just the. Ah! And I love the music. I love the art style. And I love that main actor guy. Yes. And it's so great. Well, and I love the sidekick girl. Yeah, she's yeah, badass. So, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, it's yeah, it, it's fantastic. If you get a chance, go watch it. Oh, yeah. Um, but make sure you watch Mandalorian first. Uh, yeah, That's yeah. all I got to say. So true. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I want to rewatch Mandalorian. But... I mean, yeah, you should. Okay. So, here's our take. We, uh, kids, we have four films we want to talk to y'all about, and they're all different, so I'm going to start off with the first two, and then we're both going to talk about uh, the last two. So, uh, the first one I want to talk about is called American Underdog, and it is an hour and 52 minutes long, um, and it stars Zachary Levi, Mm -hmm. Anna Paquin, haven't seen her in a while, and then Dennis Quaid. Yeah, he plays the coach. Yeah, Mm -hmm. at the end, at the end. So, um, it's a bio drama sport. So you know that's why I had to go see it. True story. So it's right up alley. Sport, but it 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 was, and it's. I'm sorry, it's about Kurt Warner. Yeah. Which Mitchum, you could probably explain Mm. more. You know, I mean, I've got his story of an NFL MVP and Hall of Fame quarterback, Kurt Warner. He, you know was a great college player, but ended up stocking shelves at a grocery store. Yeah, he went to a small college. Yeah. He wasn't drafted out of the, into the NFL after college, but he went on to play arena football, and the Los, uh, St. Louis Rams found him, okay. and he was part of the greatest show on turf team in the 1999 okay. St. Louis Rams that won the Super Bowl. Okay. And that was that is still considered today the best offense in the NFL. Really? They scored a ton uh, of points. He won MVP, and yeah. they won the Super Bowl, and it was almost kind of just like a miracle that yeah. they just plucked this guy out of some small town. And, well, and it's based mm-hmm. on the book that Kurt Warner and his wife wrote. Oh, okay. Yes, they wrote the book. And let me tell you, they the casting was perfect. 
I love Zachary Levi. Yeah, I think and, he looks you know, he looks pretty. They, yeah. The way they did it, he looks really close to Kurt yeah. Warner. So it it was sweet. It was a sweet story. I really did enjoy it. I you know what the reason why I wanted to see it, of course, was because of Zachary Levi, and of course, it's my favorite genre. But there were several sh- scenes were shot in our hometown. Yes, that's and, correct. Yeah. And one of my favorite restaurants was right there in it, you know, and there's a cool local brewery house that you could see their sign in the background. And it, there's a couple of stadiums. One's a high school, one's a college stadium that they shot at. And it was just, it was really cool seeing that. So yeah. I really enjoyed it. I, I will, it was very sweet. It was rated PG. Um, had some religious tones, which was fine. That you know that doesn't bother me. But I, I just will say that it, it's no invincible with Marky Mark yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. You know that's a 2006 Vince Papal. Yeah, about Vince Papali. Papali and the mm-hmm. Eagles. Yeah, it doesn't compare to that. That's fair. I mean, I, I did. I'm not pooping on it. I I think it's a great movie. I'm recommending it, but I'm just saying it it doesn't compare to that. Yeah. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah, that one was more. I think it was more gritty. Yeah, and a little bit more. Yeah. Almost realistic, I guess. Yeah. From what I, mean, I could tell. This, is, this was just, a, it was just a lot of background, but it, it was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. I mean, anyway. if you're a fan of Kurt Warner, go check it out. Oh, of yeah. course. Because he's a great yeah. guy. And, and if, even in real and life. If, and if you're in Oklahoma, I mean, yeah. go, if you live in Oklahoma where we're at, go see it because it's so cool that a lot of the scenes were, were shot here in our home state because we do have a new production company yeah. downtown Oklahoma City called Prairie Surf Media and they're bringing in movies you know and we get ta- they get tax breaks and stuff so we're trying to compete with Georgia anyway my next movie that I went and saw was the 355 and everybody is just like why did you see that um anyway it's let me just it's it's a spy movie it's chicks and spies um it was two hours and four minutes. It stars Jessica Chastain, Penelope Cruz, Diane Kruger, Sebastian Stan, mm-hmm. Edgar Ramirez made oh, a little okay. brief. Okay, yeah. And I and that's what took me to it, you know. Of and course. plus I had a free ticket. I was off. I it was freezing in Oklahoma that day, so I couldn't do any outside projects. So I thought, oh, what the heck? I'm gonna go. How bad can it be? So I went in with extremely low expectations. So it made it good. There you go. You know, when you yeah. walk in and yeah. you're just expecting crap, you know, it, it wasn't bad. Okay. And it, it was the same old story. We've seen this story told over and over again. But I liked, they all had good chemistry. And other reviews I've read, that's the first thing everyone, they all had good chemistry. So at least we had that. And that, sh- that that can make or break a movie, exactly. in my opinion. And I love Jessica Chastain. Yeah. I don't care. I she is stunning. I'm shocked that they all did this movie. I'm really shocked that no, they did. No, she's done it. stuff like this in the past. Yeah, but it you know I I don't know it it's, it's about you know these different international spy agencies that have to group together in order to take down a bad guy. Mm. So I know we've had it before, but I I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. The 2 hours went by fast. I mean it it was fine. 
Was it hard to follow? Was it easy to watch? I mean, was it yeah, just... Yeah, the, the thing, it was just a lot of cat and mouse because the bad guy would get it and then they'd get it and then the bad guy oh, was just okay. thro- was yeah. like throwing it back and forth. Yeah. I'm like, okay, come on. How many times can you all... It's like hot potato. How many times can you throw this thing? <laughs> yeah. But I, I didn't hate it. I've okay. seen much worse movies. I doubt if it will be in my bottom of the list for 2022. We'll see. Okay, so oh boy. we're going to kind of go together on this. You, uh, let me set it up real quick, and then I want you to kind of take over. Okay. Actually, yesterday, we went and saw Nightmare Alley. Yep. Okay? And this is the new Guillermo del Toro. I know I'm not saying that correctly, but it's his... It's his new film, and he did Shape of Water. Shape of Water he does these like we, thrillers. We were not fans mm-hmm. of Shape of Water. He also did the first Pacific Rim. Yes, he did. But this Which, is his bread and butter, though. These type of thriller, yes. not horror, but suspenseful thriller. Yeah, he movies. does have some horror. He does have some horror, yeah. but they're not like no. gory horrors. Right. They're actual like yeah. decent. Well, know. it um, we uh, it was two hours and thirty minutes long. Um, it starred Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, Willem Dafoe, Runa Mara. I mean, and then there's a bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah, the cast was you know, endless. Richard Jenkins. Yeah. I mean, it was insane how many people were in this. So, and just real quick, Mitchum, and I'll let you take over, but it was, it's based on a 1946 novel, and there was a film that was done the next year. Um, but I did read that Del Toro claims it's not a remake, but he said it's an adaptation of the book. So that's interesting. That's, yeah. So, so Mitchum, why don't you tell him just a little bit about just give him a synopsis of this movie? What I want to hear what you have to say, and um, then we'll talk about our feelings. Okay. I'll I'll start off by saying that the casting was phenomenal. Spot Bradley, on. yeah, spot, spot on. on. Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, William Dafoe, everyone, Ron Perlman. Yeah, I mean they were all and uh, Runa Mara. They were all fantastic. Yes, they were great. Um, so basically, a gist is Bradley Cooper is. It's set in the 1940s. World War II is going on. Just started. Um, so and I like that aesthetic yeah. of it. It really kind of and so carnivals were big back then. You know about uh, freak shows and. Um, mentalists and yeah. uh, oracles, tarot card readings, and stuff like so. Bradley Cooper is just this guy. A we con don't con man. A con I think. man. We don't yeah. know where he came yeah. from, and he wanders onto this circus. Kind of or kind of comes apart. It learns a few trades. Eventually breaks off. Starts his own gig. You know, fall rises. Start believing his own lies, and then it all comes pumbling down. Yeah, that's it, basically perfect. the genre. That's perfect. That's, that's it. Yeah, so that's perfect. That's a good. <clears throat> that's a perfect explanation. Yeah, it now took me five me, minutes. Yeah, well, let me just start by saying I really loved this movie. I really did. I da, 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 da. Okay. hang on. I real. I loved it. I re- and I've been thinking about it ever since we walked out. But what's so weird about it is uh, it was just too long for me. I just, and did you notice the people in front of us about the two-hour mark? Everybody just 
in and out, in and out, in yeah. and out. And that, there's so many people going see, to the bathroom. That, that kind of got me. I just felt antsy. I felt impatient. I was just, and I looked at my phone, you know, 45 minutes. I was like, oh my gosh, there's 45 minutes left of this. Yeah. But I had to know the way it ended. And so much happened in that 45 minutes. Yeah, there's a lot that but happened still, in the last like. It, it's just, I don't know. I've never reviewed a film like this. I've never said I loved it, but it was too long. And then I think, well, what would I have cut? You know, and I don't know what I would have yeah. cut. You know, it was, but gosh, Mitchum, that part about the carnival was mm. just the freak shows and Willem Dafoe and all the, it was just so amazing it, to it, see that. It's a beautiful full circle movie. Like it, yeah. it starts at the beginning and Willem Dafoe explains something to him. Yes. And then that happens without to spoilers. him. Without And that happens to him at the end. Like yeah. it is li- the definition of full circle. Yes. And I mean, his, it's about his rise and then his ultimate there fall. There you go. That's it. That's it. And it was. That's perfect. I agree. The story is fantastic. And I thought about it all day yesterday. <laughs> and I, I, I even went on and looked it up <gasps> and everything. But yeah, I, I mean, Allie's right. I. Halfway through, I just because I, I it just there were so many unanswered questions, and I was just like, "How much longer is this going to take?" And I was taking my hat off, oh, looking at my phone, answering around. Explode! I was I and was so ready to he leave. Was just moving. Yeah, I was. There was so, no way we could leave. But though. I know I, I wanted. There was a big question. You know, mm-hmm. how is it going to end? Like, yeah. what's going to happen? And it all took place in the last like. 10 minutes of the movie yeah and it was that it was just, fun to watch it just took mm. so long to get there but you, you know? almost but everything that happened there was a lot of foreshadowing in the beginning yes that kind of you know foreshadowed his downfall yeah. which you needed to set it up right there is so much setup for how the way it ended i don't know what you would cut there yeah. You know, there I are know. a few like here like 10 minutes here and there, but ultimately I don't know how you get it down under 2 yeah. hours. Just because there was so much needed to mm-hmm. to really kind of submit that question that answer at the end. But Bradley Cooper was phenomenal. Oh, he and was. And he was in every single oh scene. Oh my gosh. And I mean, he just goes from and this And just played so many different characters. Yeah, of. it was really weird because he didn't say a word for the first for the first minutes. like 15 and I'm minutes. Like, okay, can he not And then talk? at the end, he just wouldn't shut up. Right. You know, yeah. and it was and it was just all these different people that I mean, Kate Blanchett doesn't show up till halfway through yeah, the movie. Yeah, true. And she was amazing yes. and stunning. Always. And yes. Runa Mara was great, yep. you know. And uh, you know, Ron Perlman know. and it, it was I yeah, it, I don't it, know. I don't this movie is not for everyone. I am not going to recommend this to people. Because, A, I don't want them to sit through a movie that's two and a half hours long that's not a Marvel or an action movie. You're right, yeah. And, B, it, it's very dark. Yeah, Like very e- e- dark. Even the, uh, the cinematography is dark. Mm-hmm. But just like the underlining tones, there's a lot of betrayal. Yeah. It's very dark. It's very, it's almost like noir, kind of. Oh, it is. You know? Yeah, it is. Because it's set yeah. in 1940s, right. and yeah. so there's a lot that yeah. happens, and... Even like the carnival, if, if you're not a fan of carnivals or circuses and stuff like that, I wouldn't recommend to you well, either. I'm not. That's why Haley, Haley didn't want to go yeah, because she true. didn't like circus. And yeah. this is a pretty darker me, side of the circus. To me, there's there's a circus and there's a carnival. 
this is more on like and, a freak show. Yeah. Kind of it, thing. Well, that's how it was back then. Yeah, I know exactly. That's how it was. Yeah, yeah. You know, and you kind of it was. I I thought it the first hour and a half was interesting because you learned like their secrets. Yeah, that yeah. Was so how they con? They're cool. all basically con oh, yeah, artists. All con, con and you just people. learn like how they do and that. And Bradley Cooper walks on, and he just he just took it yeah. and ran. Yeah. And then he ended up you know, in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You know, which he deserved that. Yep. He totally deserved that. Yeah, because he was a so, bad guy. I don't know. I mean, we're going to leave this up to you guys. I mean, we didn't hate it. We didn't love it. But, you know, our Mitchum and I's conversation, it was interesting, is that, you know, of course, the first thing we talked about was how long we were sitting in this movie. And so we were, I'm just like, well, how long was No Way Home? You know, so we looked it up, and of course, Spider-Man No Way Home, it was two hours and 28 minutes. Mm -hmm. You know, it was two minutes shorter, but I didn't feel it. No. Didn't feel mm -hmm. it at all. No. So then we're like, Mitchum's like, you know, thinking of my, one of my most favorite dramas is Silver Lining Playbook. Yep. So we look it up. Well, it's two hours. Well, to me, that's like an hour, but yeah. that's like one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I adore that movie. And then I go one step further and I look up Dune. Yeah. Well, it's two hours and 35 minutes. And you don't feel that at all. And I don't feel it. It's like. But it's I crazy. Can, because I think I. I don't understand. I made the comment where I almost would have liked it more if it was because The Shape of Water, which we weren't a fan of. That was a really short movie. Yes. It was really. It was like yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah. It was quick. I would have liked this movie more if it was an hour and a half. Oh, I would have loved it. Yeah. If it was an hour and shorter, so it would have been perfect. Well, even 30 minutes. That, that too. That too. Even just 30 minutes. Two hours would have been pushing it. But it was a, it was a slow And I really think it was burn. the last, ha you know, the part when he did move, I think it was like to Buffalo or somewhere, him and Ru they yeah. moved and it changed locations. It was like a second movie. Yes, and yes. And it went from the carnival, you didn't see that anymore, to the very last, mm -hmm. you know, 10 minutes. And then they moved and he was like a very, you know, well-paid mentalist, you know, conning people in this High fluting city, making money right and left, and that's that's what kind of was. I wish was just a little shorter. Yeah, you know, yeah. it had to happen. Yeah, because yeah. he ended bottom of the barrel. Anyway, we're just gonna leave it at that. Sure. Um, and we're we want to talk about our next movie. Yep. Um, we're just but we're interested. If you guys ended up end up seeing this movie, our listeners out there, we want to know how you feel about it. Yeah, let us know. Yeah. So. Okay, so our next, here's our take on The Tender Bar. Yes, Amazon Prime. Great. It's yep. uh, rated R. Is an hour and 46 minutes. That's, yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. And uh, starring Ben Affleck, Ty Sheridan, and Christopher Lloyd. Nice yes. to see all them. Yes, And was. everything. Yep. And uh, this is based on a memoir of the J.R., I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He wrote a memoir about his yeah, life. About He's a writer. Kid. Yeah. Yeah. The main character is the actor or the writer. And this is just about a story how he grew up. This is a classic, what Allie and I like to call a slice of life film. Yeah. I mean, it takes place in about a 15 year period. Starts off when he's like, what, seven, eight, yeah. maybe 10. Oh my God. And that little kid. That kid the was awesome, kid phenomenal. Was freaking amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this kid and his mom, they have to move back in with their grandparents. Yeah. 
her dad, her dad, which is his grandpa. Yeah, his grandpa and her brother, the mom's brother, is Ben Affleck, Uncle. her Uncle Charlie. Yep. And he owns a bar called the Dickens after Charles Dickens, which I loved. Yes. That was great. Yes. And and Ben Affleck is just basically becomes this kid's father figure yeah. because his dad is non-existent, some low-life douchebag, yeah. and everything. And it just it just fall it kind of shows how he grew up. And then him getting into Yale and then kind of like what he, it's kind of him, a coming of age story yes, there you go. of him like deciding on what he wants to do. Yeah. And he becomes a writer and writes this memoir and now it's a movie. And this was, it was so much better than I originally anticipated because Allie watched it before and she's like, hey, you got to watch this. Just watch it for Ben. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And Ben was great phenomenal like this was his element i think okay and i mean you said it best well i'll let you let me just take it right just for a minute here so this movie you know the only reason i wanted to see this movie is because i don't know what it is you guys probably know this i just have something in my heart for ben affleck i don't know why but i do hey I went and saw Gigli. Okay, what does that tell you? I saw Gigli in the theater, and it's one of the worst movies in history. There's just something about Ben Affleck. He just has a place in my heart. So, but this movie, I I think it's like my favorite performance. It kind of reminded me of Goodwill Hunting. His performance there, he's yep. a little kind of in the background. Yep. Now he was more in this movie, a little bit, but every scene he was in. He stole it. Yeah. He stole that scene. He was so at ease with himself. Maybe it's because George Clooney, we forgot to mention. Directed it. Directed this. Maybe it's because him and George, you know, but it, I will watch this movie again just for Ben. Yeah. I mean, he, it was like him and his natural element. Yes. The story. Like he wasn't even playing a character. Like he was playing himself almost. Yes. And the story to me was like, I could take it or leave it. I could take it or leave it. I didn't really care. I loved the little boy, but when he grew up to be Ty Sheridan, it he just... I, I like Ty Sheridan, and I got more. that story because I just graduated from college, so I get all yeah, that. Yeah, okay. I related yeah. to it a lot yeah. more. But I, this, Ben, and then there was that, just that relationship, you know? I mean, Ben took this little boy at seven and said, look, it's obvious, you're not good at sports, so what are we going to do, buddy? <laughs> I'm never going to lie to you. What do you like? And the little boy's like, well, I like to read. So Ben's like, okay, and gives him a whole closet full of books. And did you notice that Ben was pretty damn smart He was. He had read most of those books himself. He didn't let the kid on to it. He didn't want people to know. But every time they talked about a book, Ben knew, and he said something about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So... Do you have anything else to say? I mean, I definitely go watch it. I mean, yeah. it, it it is such a fantastic, just a feel good film. Yeah. I mean, there's ups and downs in it, but it ends well, and it's just very empower. It's very relatable. It's very yes. just easy to watch, and it's so. I think there's this one part when they're in the hospital, and him and the kid and Ben are talking. And it's like, it's kind of great. He's college kid. Yeah, college kid. And it's like almost like they're breaking the fourth wall, I kind of felt, because they're talking about like, well, I think you're going to write a memoir. Ben is saying this to Ty. He's like, well, Ty's like, well, I think this is the part in the story where you tell me something like very good advice or whatever. And I just like, it just felt like they were breaking the, it was just so, and then also to top it all off, Ron Livingston was narrating yes. the whole film, yes. which was just beautiful. Yes. As like future JR. Yes. 
And I love the it whole... It took me a little bit to figure... I was like, who is that? I know, me that? too, me too. You I know, had to look it up. Finally, I found it. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. And I kept waiting for him to maybe be in it. I know, me too. Yeah, but the, I will say this. The ending is left to you. I mean, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know he's going to write a memoir mm-hmm. and it's going to be a great book and now a movie. But it just... it, it, it But it was a good ending. There was oh, no... Oh, yeah. 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 So anyway, so that's... It was just right. Yes, is yes. What, is what we want to kind of call yeah. that one. So anyway, okay, and then we want to mention very quickly yep. um, the Harry Potter 20th anniversary show on HBO Max. Yeah, it's the 20th anniversary of the first movie. Okay, it's yeah. It's on HBO Max for all the HBO Max users. It's like two hours long. Yep. Go watch it. It's it'll make you cry. Right. It's it will. Great. I'm it was not fan- even a huge Harry Potter yeah. person and I let some tears. We both out. watched it yeah. and it was just great to see everybody back together. Yeah. Yep, and yeah, was. so go check it out. Okay. So here's, that was our take on four movies. Um, now we want to talk briefly because, you know, we like to keep our show kind of short for you guys. We don't want to lose any attention. We don't want, you know, lose your attention. So we're. I want Mitchum to go first because he knows what my top ten are because he they're right here and he's read them. So I want him to go over his top ten movies of 2021. All right. So these aren't really in any particular order. I mean, maybe my top five. Do you are have a number set. one? Well, okay. So I, they're they're in categories. I'll okay. say this. Okay. I'll okay. say this in All categories. Right. So we'll go the, the these are the three movies that are just above and beyond everything else. Like nothing can compare. They're my favorite, and that's going to be Dune, Spider Man, and Shang Chi. Dune is obviously number one. Yeah, those that's movies. What I was so curious. I didn't know if you'd put Dune number they one. Were, it was. I'm I mean, so it was happy. close, but like I couldn't. <laughs> I mean, I love Marvel, and I, the next two are Marvel movies. But Dune was more in my genre. I love space. Oh, I love sci-fi. Me happy. It has to be number one. But like those three, there's nothing else this year that came out that comes close to those three. Uh, yeah. Shang-Chi I was think, ten yeah. times better than I expected. A classic yes. Marvel origin story. Funny. Lots it, of action. It blew us away. Yes, it did. It and was that, fantastic. That means a lot. Yeah. And then Spider-Man well, I, was just they know. special. They yeah, know. Special. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, Dune. So, so those are my top three. So, every, so after that... Ghostbusters Afterlife yes. was is up there because it was just it it made it was so nostalgic. Right. You know? Yep. And then I got No Time to Die. Thank you. Of course. Uh Quiet Place Two. Yep. Um Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oh, yeah. I know it was four hours long and we just got But done, it was so good. We just got done talking about how long movies was. <laughs> yeah. But well, that but was we, different. We could watch that in chapters. Yes, and I mean, it, that that's how you should do it. Yeah, I couldn't sit yeah. in a theater and watch it. So, yeah, yeah, that's different. And these last three are kind of in any order, um, but it's going to be Tinder Bar is up there. Oh, I really, really well, enjoyed it. that's 2022, it. though. Oh, yeah. That's Sorry, right. dude. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I'll put Red Notice in. The Red Notice at the bottom. Okay, okay. And then uh, Raya is up there as well. Oh, yeah, okay. And then finally, The Last Duel. I really enjoyed the oh, last yeah, duel, I, yeah. and I know it got pooped oh, it on. Oh, it didn't matter. But it it did. If you've seen it, it then you know. And it's 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 another one that's like three movies in one. And yes. I love the way it was filmed well, and the story. Scott. Exactly, yeah. Ridley Scott. 
So yeah, there we go. It was amazing. I could I could watch that again. I could too. I really and could. And I really really enjoyed the story yep. that he told and how oh. he told it. And it wasn't like a repeat story to No, me. It no, it wasn't at, at all. all. It was three distinct points of view. Yep. And I it loved was it. it was the characters, it was the actors playing three different characters in each point of yeah. view. And so. that last scene, that last 20 minutes, I, oh, I think I got a migraine because yeah. I was just so tense. You were just on the it. edge of your seat, yeah. So, anyway. Okay, so we all know my number one. Yeah. You know, so Dune. And honestly, you guys, Dune is like my number one of all time. <laughs> it just, I yeah. just can't. And I'll stop because I'll just could go on forever. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is to that movie. It's like, hostiles you know why i mean it just speaks to me i i don't know i can't explain it i a lot of it i think is the cast yep um for me and i the story was just i I can't explain it but dune is like above everything by a million okay and the other ones i i honestly i i don't want a category i can't say number two number three number four i don't like doing that yeah. you know because you know no time to die has a special mm-hmm. place in my heart because yeah. daniel craig will always be my james bond casino royale is on my top five list it has been since it came out and so you know and spider-man no way home i loved that movie Shang-Chi blew my mind. I love it. Belfast. You didn't mm, see it. Yes. Another I don't yeah. know what it is. It was black and white. It spoke to me. I don't know what it was about Belfast. I I want to see it again. It was absolutely lovely. I loved it. Ghostbusters. Yeah. Oh, adore it. And you know another one? Cruella. Yes, yeah, that's another I Disney loved one. Cruella. Mm-hmm. I really did with Emma Stone and they I loved it. Yeah. Zachary Snyder's Justice League, believe it or not, yeah. is on my list. Quiet Place 2, kind of more of an honorable mention, yep. but it's up there. I agree. And then just, you know, in Last Duel, it's believe it or not, it's up there. And this is crazy, but my favorite Netflix movie was called The Dig. Um, and then King Richard. Yep. And then Coda, mm. a child of deaf adults. And so those were all my favorite movies of 2021. And I would highly recommend watching any of them. All right, guys. Welcome back to Pause for Popcorn, one of our favorite segments where we take your questions and answer them. Um, we've been getting a lot of new followers recently. So I think these couple questions that we've had this week may be repeats. We may have already done them. But we still like to answer all of them that we get in. Yeah. So this first one comes yeah. from Kim92 on Instagram. She asks, what did what movie did you absolutely want a sequel for that we never got? Oh, yeah. That's easy for me. Remember, did you ever see that movie? I Am Number Four. I love that movie, yeah. It was based on it's a, a book series, series of books. Mm-hmm. And it's like, God, I can barely... But Timothy Olfant yeah. was in it. Mm-hmm. And it just... And there was like... You know, they could have done number five, number six. And I read all the books. Oh, I I didn't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It was great. And then my other one that I wanted so bad, and this was Guy Ritchie. Yeah, yeah. uh, Man from Uncle. Yeah, I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, look at that cast. was great. I love it. That cast was so good. The Witcher, Mm -hmm. you know, Henry Henry Cavill's in it. I I love it. I'd take those any day. Yeah. In which I think I know yours. Yeah, mine is going to be Alita 
Battle yeah. Angel just because I love that world and I love her and I like it's based on a graphic novel, so I don't yeah. think it did really well. But there is a full series, and I would just and I love the way it was filmed and the visuals and everything. And Christoph Waltz, Christoph Waltz yeah. was in it, and, and Edward, uh, Edward Norton, Norton was at the end. Michelle Ali was in it. Oh gosh, I need to and Jennifer that. Conley was in it. Oh, yeah, you know, good. and so I need to rewatch it's it. really good. Yeah, and I really want a sequel, but I just don't know if it's ever going to happen. Yeah. unfortunately. So yeah, same. Well, and then our next question, and we get this one probably every week. Yeah. And so this is more like an update, you sure. know. And they just want it. They're just curious. What are we binging? Mm-hmm. What, what's going on? And so, it, of course, obviously, it's not movies or anything. <clears throat> so they just literally, what are you binging? Well, Mitchum, what are what are you binging? Well, right, obviously, Boba Fett is going on. Yep. So, but it's only coming out on a weekly basis. Um. We, I think Kaylee and I are going to start, we been, we finished The Witcher. Um, okay. I need to finish The Wheel of Time, and I think we're going to start Daredevil. Yeah, I want to start. Yeah. And then you guys, our Discovery, yeah, I mean, Haley yeah, and I watched doing The Discovery. Discovery of Witches. She's kept me up to date, yeah. so I, I know and what's I, going and on. And the new season three dropped just two days ago. Yeah. And I think this is their last season. Yeah, this is it's there's only it's a based on a book as well. Yeah. And so this is the third book. Right. Yeah. So So and I'm gonna watch yeah. that tonight. So anything else? Uh not at the moment, no. Okay. Well I am watching in between all this serious stuff, I throw in Queer Eye. Mm. They released a new and I they're it's just a transformation. And it's yeah. for people that really are good people that do things for other people and so they don't take care of themselves and so they just and yeah so i i just watch that as a just a throw on i just they're so fun i love transfer yeah i love all the guys yeah i mean they're, they're great. fantastic oh guys. yeah so i love queer eye um i'm slowly doing the witcher i'm getting there i'm getting there doing boba fett um and then Discovery of Witches. But another one that I've hesitated, <laughs> I'm excited to tell Mitchum about, that I'm literally binging, is a little show on Netflix called Castlevania. Whoa. Really? <laughs> I knew it. What the heck? Have you heard of it? Yeah, it's an anime. Yes, it's huge. An- yes, I'm watching That's it. like, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's anime. It's not animation. It's right, anime. anime. Yeah, it's now, Japanese. And is it dubbed? Now, no, because it's American. Okay. It's on Netflix, okay. and it's American. I know the the game is Japanese. Yeah. But this is American, okay. I believe. Okay. Okay. And it's. I know nothing about it. I know it's of four it. Four seasons. Well, you know who got me to watch it. Well, yeah, my probably, podcast. Yeah. yeah. Stephen probably. Yes. And Gabe. Yes. <laughs> And I mean, I just listened to their podcast and I'm just knew nothing about it. And they were just going on and on and on. And I'm like, I just, I'm so curious. I have to. What you been missing out? We got you to watch Arcane. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, Arcane. Well, and Stephen, cover your ears. I know you're listening, but I still like Arcane better. That's fine. But I That's do fine. love this. I'm in love with the three characters. I'm in love with the Belmont, Trevor Belmont, wow. and the guy. <laughs> it's crazy. And the first season is only four shows, and it the and it's horrible animation. I'm like, what am I watching? 
But every season, I'm on third season right now, and it just gets better and better. The look of it. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know much about mm -hmm. it. I mean, this is embarrassing because this is all new to me. This yeah. is a whole new wheelhouse. Yeah. But I am so, and see, now it's kind of a love story, you know, and it's huh. it's like Dracula. Yeah. It's like Dracula. That's, yeah. I, I, and he, from little I know yeah, about Dracula, it. Yeah, Dracula, woman came to his home. She wanted to learn how to be a doctor. And so she came to him, and they ended up falling in love. He taught her everything he knows, and she helped people in the city. And then this church group came and called her a witch. He was off traveling, and they burn her at the stake. And he came back in just fury and said, give me one year, and you're all going to die. And so it took him a year that he got these forge master, these humans, to turn people into these horrible hellion things that eats people and he unleashed them and it's and then he's got a son that you find out that he had with this human woman and then there's this belmont family that all they do is you know find and kill vampire i mean and then there's this group called the speakers and it's just wow. it's, i couldn't well, wait I've, to I this is all new to me too i've never <laughs> not known what speechless. she's talking about yeah <laughs> i kind of am speechless. wow okay so you need to watch it uh, yeah i guess so yeah interesting so that's that's and i just couldn't wait to throw that out on mitchum because i knew it'd blow his mind <laughs> wow anyway so it's called castlevania and it started in like 2017 and it's taken him I guess they just released the fourth season. Yeah, just I did recently. see it on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. Huh. Okay. Now, just real quick, I want to take a second mm. to do a backtrack. Because yes. last episode, Mitchum and I were just like, why in the heck was Don't Look Up in theaters. Why does Netflix do that? Well, we had one of our listeners, thank you, Stephen, reach out to us and say, hey, look, the reason why they put it in theaters is because they want it to get an Oscar nod. Yeah. Or so, anyway. yeah, they put it in theaters for like a week or so yeah. just to say that it was a yeah. theatrical release. Okay. So, it makes sense. Yeah. So. And then another real quick thing, we had a great review. I love this review that mm. we had, and I just wanted to share it with you guys. But, you know, because it's just like when Mitch and I are like, okay, we've been doing this almost two years. Do we keep going? And this person reached out and said, you know what? You guys rock. It's obvious. You love what you're doing. You guys have fun. And listening to you all makes me happy. Nice. And that awesome. just made me feel so good because, you know, we're both like, you know, what are we doing? Why are we doing that? You know, and then you read something like that. So, um, that's awesome. Thanks. Thanks for the good review. Yeah, that was nice. Mm. And then just real quick, I love doing our fan shout out. So I'm hi, Lauren. Hi, Steven. Hi, Anthony, Dara, Mason, Brenna, Leo, Jonesy. I know you're there. And Trey. Hi, you guys. And we know there's more of you, mm -hmm. but these are the people that reach out to us and communicate. So reach out to us. Talk to us. I'm real easy. You know, we're on Instagram. I'm on there every day doing the polls and stuff. So reach out to me. Yeah. Um, and then my Insta shout out. Of course, I want to give a shout out to my fellow podcasts, The Cult, Popcast, Love Them, Movies on Weed, Leo, you're fantastic, he's my buddy, Gold Star Reviews, Jonesy, yep, you're my guy, listen to ya, uh, thank you all, and then a new page to follow on Instagram, just very quickly, go follow the Movie Guy 76 
He's got a great page. I've enjoyed him very, very much for a long time. I'll tag all these people. Um, yeah, that's nice. all I got. Yeah, make sure you reach out to us on Instagram, like Allie said. Make, uh, follow up with her polls that she does almost daily. And send us your questions at here's our take podcast at gmail.com. And we'll see you guys later this yeah, month for I a guess, lot of movies. Yeah, or may I don't know really. We might it might not be till February when we see you all. Yeah, again. it's been kind of slowing down, but we'll we'll, we'll let see. you guys know. We'll so see. stay tuned. Go to the movies. <laughs>